0: My dear, sweet creation. You must stay still while the stitches heal. Another week or so and your limbs should be healed enough for you to terrorize the village and... maybe accidentally drown someone. Thus incurring a huge amount of unnecessary wrath. But, I digress. Creature, you need to be entertained. So whilst we wait, I can put something on. How about you, er? Uh... Binge on the Walking Dead. Mm,
1: Rick should have killed Negan when he had the chance. Is that you.
0: Um, how about young Sheldon? Not a fan. Will and Grace? Jesus, no! How about we try a podcast?
1: Uh, uh, this one. Battles with Bits of Rubber? Huh? <laughs>
0: Oh wow, that's a not the must ma- camp. Oh, that's not a magic castle. Like this is for somebody. some um, spires. <laughs> we uh, one of the things that you see a lot of makeups now is contact lenses. People putting contacts in their eyes that they've acquired, and thought, not everybody has done it correctly. Well, I think the thing is at, at the
2: show, I don't think there's any doubt.
0: No, I mean the thing is, um, obviously you can get lenses pretty cheap, but in the context that I'm, I'm dealing with in stuff 2. usually, it's. An actor's eyes it's it's the eyes of somebody who is very rich and can sue you to fucking back so um it's a good idea in that instance to not chance it with something you got online for 20 bucks
2: yeah well in the states and it, it probably is the same in the uk it is illegal to sell contact lenses to anyone Even if the lenses are FDA approved, because the the vendor may not be FDA approved, it is illegal to sell contact
0: lenses without a doctor's prescription corrective or or not. Mm -hmm. So it gets a little bit uh, hairy if you're starting to do those things. Anyway, I know that a lot of people buy cheap contacts and use them, um, so we thought it would be a very good idea to speak to someone that really knows and is on the cutting edge of this kind of thing and deals with eyes on a daily basis. Yeah, one of a handful of people in the world who Artistic
2: ability and scientific ability to create amazing eyes for theatrical use. Miss
0: Christina Patterson. And we also spoke to Bob Smithson. That's not him. No. (laughs) We also spoke to Bob Smithson, um, Mike Smithson's brother, who's a a lens tech and is. uh, you know, on a regular basis sticking his fingers in people's eyes, yanking out and putting out lenses in. So, uh, who better to talk to uh, about the act of actually applying the lenses and maintaining them on set? And
2: eye safety.
0: And eye safety. So enjoy this interesting uh, discussion on content. It's not something we've touched on before, but because we had two very um, good authorities on the subject, it seemed like an absolute golden opportunity to talk to them about eyes and content lenses for makeup effects use.
2: Yeah, and you can never be too safe. Talk to you about contact lenses because it's it's alien territory for both of us and the we knowledge know, we, needs to get we know they we know they're cool yeah um, but what what are some of the considerations that people need to have you know I think one of the biggest things about the contacts is uh, that people are just buying them willy-nilly on online you know, at, at some of the comic they that just buy these contact lenses thinking that one size fits all not thinking about and that's like eye saying safety it's shoes. crazy there's
1: one size that fits all for shoes Yeah. and there's not and then you gotta go in, try a shoe on same thing, you gotta go to a doctor well, in the United States it's against the law to buy contact lenses if you don't have a prescription from a doctor and yet people are still and doing there's it. a good reason why um so what I mean, a lot of people don't know that that whole one size fits all is that we all have different curves. So there's like flat, medium, and then like a steep. And so when you go to your doctor and you get, what does fit, that mean exactly?
2: That your steep. eye
1: doctor, your optometrist. Or
2: the, the steep, oh, steep, the steep. It's kind of like a
1: cone it like, visually it's hard to explain but um, yeah okay, because the
2: eye almost has
1: like a, a little bit of a, a, a mountain
2: mountainous rounded mountain peak. Mm-hmm. there's not a perfect hemisphere yeah.
1: yeah yeah so um, so when you go in you see your your eye doc your optometrist they um, they may, they measure that you put your face into this machine and um, it reads the curve and the the, the, um, the surface of your eye and so when it punches out all these numbers, called the K ratings, it tells them you know, what curve your eye is so they can match it to the right curve of the lens. So if you put a flat lens on say a steep or medium eye, it's gonna kinda like pop out or you're gonna get edge lift and it's gonna move around, it's gonna feel horrible. If you put something on that's too steep and on like a medium eye, it's gonna be very, very tight You're going to get what's called corneal swelling, so when you take it out, you're going to... It sounds like not
2: a good thing. It
1: doesn't feel good. Your halos, your eye swells, basically. Just like if your shoe is too tight, I mean, your feet are going to swell. You're not going to get that shoe back on, same thing. You're not going to get that lens back on. You're not going to want it on. So it's it's so important to get fit. If you, you wanna be comfortable, you don't want to end up with a scratched eye or bacteria or you know I mean it's it's so it could get so bad you could lose your vision. You could lose your eye. Yeah infections that don't. It's hard yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean to me it, it's worth it to spend a little bit more money up front to pay the doctor to get it done properly than spending thousands and thousands of dollars fixing something or even losing your eyesight or your eyeball, you know, for that matter.
2: Are there different size lenses for, you know, corneal lenses or if you wanted to have, so that's like, say, a, Arcus uh, ring or Well, that's Well,
1: that's, um, like, the Arcus, when they take the measurements um, for the curves and so on and so forth, they can measure your iris diameter, and it's not something that um, an optometrist is used to doing, it it doesn't really matter to them, that's more for special effects and makeup effects and so on and so forth. Which is
2: the kind of lens that people want.
1: Right, so having that information, they send it to me so I know, like, what your pupil size is so that I can give you the best vision, you know, depending on the effect, sometimes you know, you want a really small pupil and because you kind of have a slit eye or so on and so forth. But it is going to impair your vision. Um, so that kind of information is good for me, who's going to make your life. Well, how
2: does somebody that wants to have, say, a walking dead or an orc eye uh, get 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 measured for that if, 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 if you're a regular...
1: Well, it's optometrist the,
2: isn't going to really care about that.
1: right right well you ask for it and like if you would go to my website I have a very specific sheet and it asks for all that information you can download it you take it to optometrist and it has I mean it's, it's everything is laid out on this sheet and asking for all this information so they're going to go by the sheet and they're going to measure your iris diameter your pupil diameter and then all the medical stuff that I need to know if they need correction in their lenses, um, all that stuff. But the other thing I want to talk about is scleral contact lenses, because mm-hmm. there's another huge misconception there. There's and those are the
2: ones that are more than just covering your cornea. Yeah,
1: it covers the the all the whole surface of your eye. So the white of your eye is called the sclera. So hence scleral lens. And with the machine that measures your cornea and tells the doctor you know, what size fit for small lenses, the machine can't measure the white of the eye. So a scleral lens is actually a physical fit. They have to take the physical lens, which also has four different diameters, 18, 20, 22, and 24, which are gigantic. And within those four diameters are three different base curves, just like small lenses. So they have to put it in the eye and they look for air bubbles or edge lift and so on and so forth. So when you go to get sclerals, to get fit for sclerals, you really have to make sure that that doctor ahead of time has physical lenses to try on, you know, and that you're going to get so that you can get the proper fit. Because, I mean, if again, if you're going to put a gigantic lens in your eye and it does not fit right, you're going to have a world of trouble.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Buyers, beware.
0: Yeah. Wow. Thank you. It's quite a task. Because, mm-hmm. like you say, the bigger it gets, the more service area you have to yeah. look.
1: But if you, cover, if you cover yourself really good in the beginning, you know, now everything's open to, you know, the designing and what you want. You can have fun. And how'd you get into it? Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's a long story. Um well I didn't make up in the beginning because my mom was makeup artist. So um, but it never was my thing. I I didn't have the drive. And I, you know, makeup artists use contact lenses and little by little I started seeing more of that. And um, I started dealing with contact lenses and makeup and um, and learned how to put them in um, and I was pretty good at it and as time went by I got better and better and I, I just enjoyed doing it um, and years down the road I was a lens tech going to set, doing that for a while and then um, got into painting the lenses. I, I worked for professional vision care. Um, for. Quite a few years and I wanted to. I would look at them being an artist, I look at them and go, Gosh, you know, I, I'd love to learn how to do that. It's really, you know, neat. And everybody seemed to kind of go to the same two places, you know, all over the world, same two places to get the lenses. And as I talked to more and more makeup artists about, you know, what what could I do for professional vision care to make things better and everyone would just go the art, the artwork on the lenses. We want to you know, see this or that. So I um, got a bunch of information from Dr. Greenspoon. God bless us. He, he passed away recently. And, um, and, and some of my own research and I wanted to take it Further, I wanted to do something that nobody else was doing. And well, I take it to so, heart?
2: A lot of people that are doing it all. Oh, are there is, is, is there, is a large small, number?
1: It, no, it was like, and I don't know exactly how many, but it's got to be. It's like less than ten people worldwide. I mean, it's a very small amount. Um, there's a person in Italy, a place in England. Um, that actually paints. There's there's different doctors, there's probably more doctors that distribute the lenses, but the actual painters, there are not very many. There's one in Atlanta, there's m- me in, in, in California, and there's a person in Arizona, or something like that, and um, so it's a very small amount. Um, but... Uh, so
2: I guess your conventions are pretty small.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they are so so uh, so I I, I try to think outside the box and just and do stuff that nobody else has done before and and, and went with it and uh, and I, I I fell in love with, with lens painting I love it it was I did, I'm better at that than I was in a makeup arts
2: <laughs> well I've seen some people walking around here with full scleral black lenses on I'm just these people get properly measured? Probably for that?
1: not. I, I actually walked up to some guy outside that had black sclerals on and I just walked up to him and asked him, where'd you get your lenses? And it, it was like, you know, you got them years ago on the internet somewhere, never got fit for them or anything. And Probably I'm like, oh, never my cleaned them
2: right.
0: Wonders why he has conjunctivitis.
1: Constantly
0: <laughs> chronic. It's a hard thing to kind of get across, isn't it? Because not a lot of people use lenses generally. Well, it's the, not. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Frequently. I don't hear anything personally, horror stories about it. You think it's all safe. But I mean, like I could drink beer and drive home and not crash, but there has been drinking before driving is okay. Right, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. if it goes wrong,
1: it goes yeah. horribly wrong. Yeah. It, it, well, it is maybe a...
2: once a month, somebody will post something on Neil's Facebook page or yeah. one, of the, one of the effects Pages it's on Facebook asking about where to get lenses, and I always chime and say, you know, in the, I don't know where you are, but in the United States,
0: you can't buy lenses without yeah. without a prescription. Well, like and the UK. Runway. Also, yeah, the UK. Yeah. they will say on the packaging, not for human use yeah. or something, but yeah. people just ride over that. Yeah. And it's like, and people yeah. don't care. Some people just don't care. Well, they do. Yeah, and the danger is that if they become widely used, that's when you're going to start seeing a huge increase in. No yeah, I imagine yeah. of the, the, no, the dangers no, of
2: that Oh, I can't I I saw these cool lenses that you've got and I can't find them anywhere. I said, Oh here, just use mine.
1: I um, I was in a mall at a Hello Kitty store. Remember those Hello Kitties? Yeah. And they were selling contact lenses. And um, and I walked in there, actually I I told my daughter go in there and buy some lenses, I want to see what happens. And they sold lenses to an underage kid. <laughs> so back when she was like 16 or whatever. And so I went into the store and I'm like, what you're doing is illegal. And they said, well the lenses are FDA approved. And I said, okay the lenses may be FDA approved and I know for a fact they not are not because those were the ones that were confiscated by the FDA. And I said, but you're not. You're not FDA approved, you're not a doctor. And uh, and I see that everywhere I go, gas stations, cigarette store, you know, stores. Yeah. You walk in there and they're selling contact. lenses
2: I, I saw it in China where you know they, it's rampant. Where you can buy anything and willy nilly. They'll order the stuff online. They want yeah. something for one of the makeups they're designing, and deliver their lenses the next day. As they, you couldn't possibly have seen a doctor. I know that a lot of it doesn't register. Hmm.
1: A lot of it is knowledge of them. They just don't know. I talked to some people um, last night outside the hotel and they were, you know, I was sitting there having a cigarette and, and they started talking about contact lenses. My ears perked up and, uh, and so I, I sat there and I educated them and then they thanked me afterwards because they just didn't know. It wasn't that they were just being you know like you said, drinking and driving—they just had no knowledge, and it—and it also people that don't know and they go and get their lenses on the internet and they tell their friends, "Oh, go to this place; you can get them for you know five dollars." Why you would want to buy five-dollar contacts and put them in your eye? You know? mm-hmm. but we only get two. <laughs> well, you wouldn't
0: buy a five-dollar parachute. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. And I, I want to try to get the knowledge out there more of how important it is. And you can find, I mean, you don't have to go to the Hollywood optometrist doctor. You can go to a LensCrafters and pay a decent price and see a good doctor and get measured properly. You don't have to, you know, it doesn't cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I think you, you probably
2: can't do the scleral fittings at LensCrafters. You have
1: to go to somebody that does have that specializes you know that has that knowledge and are
2: there many of them
1: not really because it's not something they teach in optometry school like for instance Dr. Sumner at professional vision care she had never touched a scleral lens until, until she started working with Dr. Silver and Dr. Greenspan at professional vision care it's just they don't teach it so they have to and, and actually ophthalmologists have more knowledge of it than optometrists the difference is the ophthalmologist is a surgeon of eyes and what scleral lenses are used for are bandages so it's very popular in hospitals so that's what they were originally for they weren't made for the film industry or anything like that it's made for bandages yeah so you have a better like if it's you know you're you're out Philadelphia or, or, you know, somewhere in the Middle West or, you know, the South, and, you know, it's not the typical Hollywood place to go to get your eyes measured, you would probably have a better chance if you contact an ophthalmologist than a local optometrist. And they can still do the same thing. They can still vet you and prescribe contact. Lenses.
2: Well, I know we have one in, in Colorado now because That's right. you helped me get That's that set
1: right. up. Nice man.
0: So would you say, is it possible you could give us like, for people who are considering lenses, what you just said, like, oh, go to this place, get this checked out, this exists mm-hmm. as a thing. And I didn't know that. Because I, whenever I needed lenses or whatever, I always just, again, I have the measure But there are going to be people out there maybe want to get lenses made up. Can yeah. you think of like a couple of bullet point things like, so we could condense just like a kind of a, a, a little bullet pointed, if you're going to get lenses, take these into consideration and check these people out. And we'll write it up as a. As a dis- yeah, actually, you can go straight to, to, to my that. website. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. I'll shut up. You go to the There we go. In and fact. Can, can we
1: use some of
2: the pictures that I've gotten from you Absolutely, of Absolutely. Of,
1: of, of course. And you can use my new. I would love
2: to see that. Yeah, see oh, that? you mean the new designs? Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The and
1: there's a lot just more there. But if you go, I have a page that says resource. And. There are all the doctors that I've ever worked with around the world are listed. Their phone number, address, and you know all their information there. So if they're even close to there, they can go there. Um, yeah. So I, I can't stress enough on how important it is. Yeah. I always like I'm a little a little bit of the the shoe thing, but that's like the easiest way to explain it is. You know, one, a shoe is not one size fit all. Too tight of a shoe, you're gonna get blisters. Your feet are gonna swell. The shoe's too big, it's not gonna stay on your foot. It's gonna flop off. So same with contact lenses, it's exact same. So a, another really, really important thing is when you go to, if, if you get your lenses on the internet, which, it's fine as long as it's a reputable place and the way you're going to know that is immediately they're not going to sell you the lens or even send it to you until they have your prescription if that whatever place it is you know i'm not saying come to you know come to my store there's lots of, of there's a few i shouldn't say a lot there's a few um really good places to get the lenses. And if they don't uh, ask for prescription from a doctor, do not buy those lenses. Just don't. That's a red light right there. Right there, yeah, yeah. That's the most important thing there, too. Second and most important thing, First, get fit. Second is, yeah.
2: Yeah. Must have that doctors, okay. Yeah,
1: if they, yeah, just go somewhere else.
2: (laughs) Take care of yourself. Watch out.
0: It's like taking medical insurance, and they'll accept your application without giving you medical. Like you're not gonna pay out (laughs) here. I can
1: tell that. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, and this is again just knowledge. What people don't realize is that contact lenses are a medical device. That's why they're governed by the FDA. So buying contact lenses illegally. It's like, you know, getting Vicodin at the gas yeah. station. That's, you know, yeah, the cos- it's not the the law. Don't, it's a medical device. You know,
2: it's part of their costume. It's, how is that yeah. medical device? Yeah. 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 Anything doesn't There's go- wrong because it, it
1: goes in, not on the eye, it goes in your eye. So. Yeah,
2: it's inside your head.
1: Yeah. And for cosplayers, especially um, when you you know, I put in lenses for the first time, it's like having an eyelash in there. It's like, oh my god! You really want to keep your eyes lubricated. Don't don't go like all day without putting a drop in your eye, and then trying to take this you know the lens out. It's gonna be stuck to your eye, and if that happens, don't freak out. Just keep lubricating, lubricating your eye. But to prevent that, keep, keep your eyes lubricated. There's lots of great, great eye drops out yeah, and there.
2: And you also, because your eye needs to breathe, right?
1: Well, they, I mean, soft lenses are, they're, they are breathable, you know? I mean, you are covering more of your eye, but like some lenses have a very high water content. So they, they are gonna breathe, not as much without the lens. But um, but the lubrication is, is a big key right there. Keep them lubricated. Your eyes will love you for it.
0: There you have it. Thanks for listening. We just want to remind you that you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. If you're not listening to iTunes, I myself, am an Android user, then you can use loads of other podcasting or podcatching apps. Uh, we're out there on Spotify. We're out there on iTunes. We're out there on... Apple Podcasts we're out there on Stitcher if you just Google us Battle Bits of Rubber you'll find us on there and also check out our Facebook page we would love to hear from you thank you for listening now back to the show um, and because I don't do lenses or teeth myself we have people in so there's a huge chunk of that that I don't know anything about because I'm not responsible for doing it and where we had lenses on set we have a lens tech do it but I've never really had the time or It's crazy on set to actually get to discuss. Now we've been speaking just now about lenses and what you should do if you want to get lenses, because especially when you come to places like this, there's a lot of cosplayers, a lot of fans of movies that will acquire lenses, presumably using price as the decider of whether or not they'll get them. Obviously, until you have a problem with your eyes, it's not really uh, a consideration. Right, you You
2: just don't want to send the lenses to set and let the actor
0: put them in, or you know, yeah,
2: have to. All right, there, there you go. Here, here are the lenses
3: good luck well sure i mean especially with cosplay stuff you're always welcome to buy as cheap a lenses as you want i would just highly recommend if you're going to do anything like that you take them to a qualified optometrist or an oculist and let them inspect those lenses to see if they're worth the 12 bucks or whatever you spent on them that was such a great bargain because honestly if you put something in your eye that has not been verified that will uh, not damage your eye you're in for a world of hurt and Twelve bucks or fifty bucks or whatever you're spending on lenses is not worth your vision.
0: Because I think with people who have perfect vision and have not yet experienced that, like I said, the only thing they're looking at is price. So what mm. are the kinds of problems people might find if yeah, they, they want, have cheap they lenses? Want, they in.
2: want a particular look, you know, whether it's you know, a, you know, a full black eye or you know something that looks completely white. Sure. And then, or, or the and then cat eyes they, or whatever, and they, and they want it for next to nothing.
3: Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly, there's places down on Hollywood Boulevard that sell contact lenses like out of t-shirt shops and I just cringe every time I see things like that because they're probably not quality lenses to the point where you can wear them on an extended basis, meaning more than a couple hours or whatever, um, without possibly damaging your eye. Uh, Also, if you're not qualified, well I shouldn't say qualified, if you've never put contact lenses in your eye before, and you just think I know how to do it. I've seen it on TV, and you push them in there. You might even get something under the lens. You could scratch the cornea. You could do all kinds of things. Um, when people go out, normally, especially for Halloween, I'm not going to cast dispersions anywhere. But you know, there's alcohol involved. There's smoking involved. Uh, a lot of times that can. More judgment up. involved. Well, of course. Um, so, as an example, uh, you would go to a bar. Um, smoke some cigarettes, have a few too many drinks. Uh, You're like, I've got to go home. You forget you have the contact in your eye. You go to sleep or pass out (laughs) and wake up the next morning and the thing is fused to your eye. And a lot of people think, well, this thing will come off if I just yank it. And then all of a sudden they're not seeing too well after that. So there's things that you just need to have a basic understanding of what you're doing to yourself before you just run out and buy something. It's just common sense. So where do you come in? Where do I come in? Well, a contact lens technician uh, on a film set or a television set uh, w- is really there to protect the actor. They're, um, so that, that could go anywhere from just making sure they're comfortable for a simple color change. So things like uh, shows like CSI or whatever, um, if they're doing historical things that you have to match an eye color, somebody that just needs to have a color change, that's easy enough. Those lenses are usually fairly comfortable. So the actor feels that they could probably just do whatever they want and they'll be fine. The only problem is the production sometimes does not take that into account. Uh, So they'll have things like uh, sandstorms, dust storms, uh, we're going to throw water in your face, we're going to do all kinds of things, and that's where I come in. That's where I'm I'm there to protect the actor. Just to make sure that no harm comes to them. Also to insert the lenses and to remove the lenses, to clean the lenses, to maintain the lenses, uh, things like that.
0: Because putting them in and taking them out, there's a bit of an art to that as well, because that's the point at which the eye and the finger are going to meet yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe there, the there are the certainly... Uh, and I think scleral lenses in
3: particular are, yeah. can be a, a yeah. dodgy uh, and, insertion. And that's another thing, too, as far as cosplayers, because a lot of cosplayers want to use sclerals because they have an extreme makeup effect they want to do. They have to block out their entire eye to complete the effect. I get that, but sclerals cannot just be put in just like a regular contact lens there is a certain technique you have to use and you just have to be really careful i'm not saying that anyone can't do it i'm just saying that you have to be careful
0: mm-hmm. i think that's the thing isn't it it's the it's the lack of exposure to it maybe people may think i'm only going a couple of lenses in a year or something but if it's cheap and freely available then you've got millions of people potentially doing it that's yeah. when you're going to get problems isn't it
3: and that's when you really just want to spend the extra money and go to an eye doctor have yourself fitted for contact lenses especially um, specialty contact lenses, especially sclerals. you have not every optometrist that, that I'm aware of can fit con- uh, contact lenses because a lot of times those are treated as prosthesis. those are uh, corrective type lenses for people that have a physical issue that they need a, 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 a corneal or a uh, uh, <laughs> or a lens that's basically going to do whatever they need to to you know for their daily health and vision you know, whatever.
0: cool yeah (laughs) no i
2: think this this will tie in beautifully with with what we were talking with christina about Mm -hmm. which is i think we we just dovetail these these both together absolutely cool so thank you yeah getting
0: getting both sides of it good season so there we have it some good wisdom from christina and bob now they're both very well versed in, in lenses and all the eye problems that can happen with using lenses and i know the pushback from this especially from people perhaps who are doing their own makeups and wearing lenses that they want to get obviously you don't want to spend thousands of dollars or thousands of pounds on on lenses because it becomes prohibitively expensive but i just want to flag up the the main issue really is is you can find cheap lenses there's no question you can do that um the problem obviously is only when there's something wrong. And then when it's wrong, like I said in the thing, you know, when it does go wrong, it can go like really wrong. Um, And when you have serious problems with your eyes, you know, that can be a one-way ticket to sight loss or some kind of compromised vision. So although you may be thinking about yourself, you've got to think about your performers and who you're working with. So there is a distinction to be drawn between taking risks with yourself and taking risks with a performer or an actor. And I know in a lot of low budget shows, particularly, um, you're going to get, you know, makeup artists kind of leaned on to kind of take care of the lens side of things. And the bottom line is you you shouldn't. Um, And perhaps the people who are asking you are not aware of that or don't care. Uh, But at the end of the day, if you stick you lens in somebody and you're not qualified to do so and it's not a lens that's been approved and there is a problem it's going to come back and bite you in the ass and it could be like a career ending kind of mistake so um, I, I guess the analogy I would use because I'm sure you know I love my analogies the analogy I would use is I could drink a couple of beers and drive home in a car um, and not have an accident you know and, and I'm sure most people that would have a couple of beers wouldn't have accidents but that doesn't mean it's okay to drink and drive we instead set a standard where you don't, so that reduces the incidence of drink driving phenomenally. Whereas if you're a bit fuzzy about it, um, about what what does and doesn't constitute okay drinking, um, then you're going to start seeing those fatalities and accidents creeping up. And it's the same with lenses. It's it's the kind of thing where you might be fine for years, and then you know if you think in you're invincible, and you know Tom Cruise can't see because you screwed up. Um, that's it you're not working again so uh, at the end of the day it's worth it if you're dealing with somebody's vision so that's the message really for that kind of thing if you do it it's on your head but anyway, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast again, and I appreciate your time. Uh, if you want to email the show, you can email us here email us at here at, and Todd at gmail.com. Uh, we're always here. We like to respond to emails. We get an awful lot with questions and stuff, and we love to hear suggestions for future episodes. So if you want us to speak to somebody or you have a question about a, a topic or a subject you want us to drill deep into, um, then we'd love to hear from you. So thank you very much for listening. The biggest thing you can do to support us is to tell your friends about it. So throw it up on social media share this podcast with people you know who you think would dig it because that way it helps our audience grow and we grow into people who like what we do so we can get more feedback and uh, and just more ears on our stuff so we enjoy doing it and we hope you enjoyed listening and I hope you have a good week we'll see you again soon with another uh, we have a very good one coming up after this um, well they're all fun I'm enjoying all of these but um, our next one is, uh, is a bit of a legend within the makeup field so uh, stay tuned and we'll speak to you soon thank you